Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Highlight of your weekend. What did you do? Do anything fun? We're being nosy. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Let us know. 207-807-1104. Tara, you had a big weekend? I had my first big weekend in New York City. I've never done it before, but now one of my sisters lives there. She got there a couple months ago, so she settled in. She learned the ropes. So she took me around her and her friends, and I did literally everything that you can think of when you think of New York City. Did and you I, go to the Statue of Liberty? I did everything except, I explained this to Tucker. I said I did everything except the Statue of Liberty and Grand Central Station. Everything did you go else, to the Empire State Building? Yes. Everything else, I was there. Everything else, except for the Statue of Liberty. So, of course, that's like the first thing that you had to ask. Um, <laughs> and Grand Central Station. We were like, eh, we're tired. Her friends knew that it was my first time, so they- We got a first timer here. They really wanted to do it up. So on Saturday night, after an entire day of doing tourist attractions- It's a city that never sleeps. It's a city that never sleeps. We decided that we were gonna go to a couple of clubs, and I don't know how this happened, but I stumbled out of the club at 5 a.m. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> like, I wasn't even tired, though. Like, we were just, like, so excited. The energy we, of the city was breathing life into you. And we were doing things that are, like, really fun that we... My sister was like, we've never done this before. Her friend had met a promoter, and it was, like, a situation where he we got, like, a, our own VIP. So we were, like, so excited and, like, jumping off the walls and jumping on the couches. Like, we couldn't believe we had our own bottle of tequila. They were like, we these girls don't know how to act. Who let them in? Yeah, that we didn't have to steal or schmooze someone for drinks. Like we were like, we have our own drinks and they're free. So obviously we drank the whole bottle, but it was just, it was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. But now that we've gotten that out of our system, like maybe have a more chill Broadway New York City weekend, maybe like a five star Oh, there's restaurant. something. Did you do Broadway? No. So we didn't do Broadway. It's so expensive. Yeah. Those tickets are crazy. And everything was sold out. Of course. All the ones that I wanted to see at least. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to have a more chill time. And she says she wants to take me to Brooklyn the next time we go because this time was just like Times Square, traditional. I love New York. Like this is New York. Get used to it. Did you see the new logo? The We Love New York Th logo? That like wasn't really. I saw it on one of the billboards in Times Square and then it changed really quickly. It was like they didn't want people to notice it. No, they got a lot of <laughs> criticism from New Yorkers. Yeah, you were showing me that before I left and I personally hated it. I'm not even from New York. I thought it looked bad, but the other one's iconic. You just don't mess with it's it. It's iconic, but we had such a good weekend and I've never been on a subway more in my life. I literally couldn't believe how they use the subway like every hour. And I was like, how do you know when to get off? And they're like, oh, you just look at the platform out the window. I was like, I could never do this. Sometimes I'd just be chilling and all of a sudden they'd stand up and get off. There was one time where they all stood up abruptly and I was on my phone and they got off and I was like, <gasps> and I ran out quickly before I got trapped. And I was like, you guys need to tell me when it's time to go because I don't know. And everything moves so quickly. And they're like, sorry, sorry. And they walk so fast. I was like running to keep up with them. And by the end of the trip, I was like, I have to have at least lost five pounds from all this walking. Like, I wish I was wearing my Apple watch because. Yeah, that's a good thing about. Walked 
everywhere and it, and obviously the subways are nice but once you get out of the subway you have to walk three miles right i spent a lot of time living in boston in college and i knew the train system there but then when i would go visit new york it's a whole nother beast it's so crazy there's locals there's expresses there's just and, crazy like curveballs that they throw you and this has only ever happened to me in New York City. Anytime people were talking to us, like at the bar or the club, and they asked like, oh, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Maine. Only place in the world where someone has gone, that is so cool. Oh my God, this girl's from Maine, what? It was like Maine didn't exist and they thought it was amazing. Where usually people are like, oh, that's cool. And they kind of like glaze over it. But every person I talked to thought that being from Maine was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, well, thank you. It's like in their mind, that's where we all go on vacation. Yeah, because they're rich. They're like, oh, my dad has a summer house there. I grew up and went to camp in Maine. (laughs) So I was like, really? You think it's cool? And they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, Portland. And they're like, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I lived in Portland for two years, but. We made it on a lot of lists. That's pretty cool. It sounds like you I had. I was a... not gonna say I'm. I live in Westbrook, Maine. They were like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I live 20 minutes outside the city, Portland." They're like, "Oh, that's so cool. Portland's so cool." Until you run into the one person that is also from Portland, Maine, and you're like, "I'm from Portland, Maine." And you're like, "Where do you live?" And you're like, "Well, it's actually Westbrook." Well, it's actually 20 minutes outside the city. Uh, what was the highlight of your weekend? If you got something fun, share it. 207-807-1104. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Uh, just being nosy this morning to start off the week, and then we got those impractical jokers tickets coming up next hour. For me, um, I did not have nearly as exciting of a weekend as you did. By the way, I flew in last night at like midnight. So if I sound even dumber than usual, that's why. Yeah, I figured that you were a little bit tired. I was going to cut you some slack today. <laughs> you like I've not been speaking. I was like, she's... During the commercial breaks, we're literally silent in here. Yeah, she, I could tell you were running on fumes. So I was, just, I was just giving you your space over here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All good. Uh, for me, not as exciting as you. So I won't take up as much time. But I went to a Portland staple that I have never been to. And then I I told some friends, oh, I went there for the first time. And they're like, what? You've lived here for how long? And you've never been to... Hmm. Is it a restaurant? No, it's a dive bar, Howie's. Wait, I've never heard of that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So you're not not really from Portland. You just tell people in New York you're from Portland. Exactly. (laughs) Um, It's kind of... Someone in New York City said, oh my God, I love Howie's Pub. Have you ever been? I'd be like, "Mm -hmm." Mm, I don't know. (laughs) So uh, it was Maura's um, cousin's birthday and they had a little get together there and I had never been. She goes there. I think like her family goes there like every Thanksgiving. It's like the the, oh, wow. the meeting place to get together. I think like Thanksgiving morning they go there and, and get drinks and everybody in the neighborhood goes. Um, so I had never been. And the highlight for me was, you know, I'm not expecting much as a dive bar walk in, but they had uh, they had cheesesteaks and the cheesesteak was like incredible. It was rebel cheesesteaks, which I think they do like they move around. Bull or rebel? Rebel. So I think they move around a bunch because I feel like I've seen them at the Portland Zoo Wait before. a minute. Is this, I just looked it up on Google Maps and it's just showing me Veranda Street, but I don't think that's where it is. Yeah. I think it's like on the side of the highway, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I've driven by that a million times, just didn't know that it was called Howie's. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, like that's exactly cool. where it was. So, and the cheesesteak was really good. And then I didn't really dress up. I wore like wind pants, but not wind pants, but like the joggers. I wore- so they sound like sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. They're joggers. So I wore a pair of those. I'm like, well, it's a dive bar. I just had a hoodie and that on. I felt like I looked nice. A clean pair of Air Maxes. And uh, and Maura's mom said, oh, we really appreciate you coming and dressing up for this occasion. Oh, my God. <laughs> Threw some shade at me. I would cry. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? We're in a dive bar. I'm better dressed than 90% of the people in here. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, you did not dress to impress her mother. No, more stuck up for me though. So I appreciate that, I guess. I was like, hey, it's not that big of a deal. This is a joke, it's fine. <laughs> Highlighted my weekend. There it is. Not as big as a big trip in the big city. I didn't take a big bite out of the big apple or anything like that. I literally had someone, because we were being so annoying all over like Instagram and Snapchat. Like you have to be, like one in Rome. And someone from high school who lives in New York City literally messaged me and was like, so what, you think you're like this big city girl now? I was like, yeah, actually I do, thanks. Yeah, it's my first time. Let me do all the tourist things and live it up, <laughs> all right? God. <laughs> Amanda and Bangor, was the highlight of your weekend? Oh, I took my six year-old son to his very first concert, <gasps> Kid Leroy. Ooh. On you guys. Nice. You guys won tickets from us, right? Yes, we did. What did you guys think of the concert? How was the experience? Tell us about it. He just had a good time. He even fell asleep with his Kid Leroy t-shirt on. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, you, you went to the concert. You had to get the t-shirt, right? Well, I didn't have to pay for tickets, so... There you go. <laughs> Tara's still bummed out that she didn't get a chance to get the SZA t-shirt at the SZA concert. Aww. No, and that's been like I mean, my new thing because I don't really have many things about me. So now I'm like, my new thing is going to be like, I'm going to start collecting concert tees like every show I go to. And I was really upset. And all my friends have asked me since, did you get SZA merch? No. No. I gave I gave you my SZA Crocs, though, to make up yeah, for it. Yeah, at least I have those. Thank God. <laughs> all right. We got a couple more on the text. Somebody said, my sister and I have had a lot of stress lately. So we had a self-care weekend, got dinner and drove out to watch the sunset at the beach one night lovely slept in and got tattoos the next day what and for the last day we had a spa day at the regency wait that sounds amazing <laughs> got coffee and checked out the shops in the old port self-care is now a priority yes and then uh here's somebody that celebrated maine maple sunday i'm jealous brought my grandson to maple weekend in dayton maine and then went bowling had a fantastic weekend love your radio station oh thank you appreciate that sounds like a lot of people out there had pretty solid weekends including yourself yeah we all had fun Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. The weather down south this weekend was scary. At least 25 people were killed and dozens of others were injured in Mississippi as a massive tornado ripped through several towns on its hour-long path. President Joe Biden issued an emergency declaration for Mississippi early Sunday. I saw Georgia got hit by some tornadoes as well. Uh, we were here in Maine and I heard some people uh, when I was out and about complaining about the snow flurries that we were getting. So to put this in perspective, at least nothing, at least we didn't get the tornado. I'll take a few snow flurries in March versus wild tornadoes, killing people, uh, causing injuries. And that's not even to get into all the property damage. I was seeing some of the pictures of just like the houses are just planks of wood. Yeah, it literally comes through, rips your entire roof off and spins everything around. Wild. Portland is planning to reopen the Expo Center as a temporary emergency shelter for asylum seekers as soon as April 10th. Portland has welcomed more than 700 80 asylum seekers since January 1st, a wave that's much larger than the one that was reported in 2019, and it's stressing uh, city resources right now. One year after a massive fire destroyed the Penobscot McCrum potato processing plant in Waldo County, the owners announced they will not rebuild in Belfast. Instead, they decided to expand manufacturing at their facility in Washburn. Hmm. Do we figure out how far away Belfast and Washburn are? Can people who are working in Belfast now go to Washburn to work at the expanded facility? Well, 
Let's see. All right, you Google map it, and I'll do the the next one. Men's college basketball final four is set. Connecticut, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and San Diego State are going to play in Houston this weekend. UConn is the uh, only school of the four to have ever been to a final four, which is kind of crazy. They've actually won four championships. Is this right? It is saying that Washburn and Belfast are three and a half hours apart from each other. That's crazy, and they're both in Maine. Yeah, that's you could just drive in Maine forever and still be in Maine. You know, one time I got in an argument with someone because. I said that Maine is a huge state and they took it as like population and I'm like Maine is one of the larger states right like what do you mean not population wise but if you can drive in the state for Maine is like four plus hours and still be in the state Maine is like the equivalent of Texas here in New England mm-hmm. uh, the uh, women's college basketball I believe there is a couple games tonight uh, to figure out the last two for the final four there you know about the uh, they pop up in your algorithm or is it just mine the uh, the twins I believe they're on Miami no the twin girls that are like influencers. No. They were, they're always popping up on Barstool and stuff. No. Well, they lost uh, the other day. That's sad. Wait, are they sisters that are on the same basketball team? Yeah, they're twins on the same basketball team. And they have like a bunch of That's endorsement a deals. <laughs> How, what's the conflict? <laughs> I would like punch my sister. I'd be a bad teammate. <laughs> yeah, you if couldn't she, make if it? she bothered me. Cavender? Is it Cavender twins? Um, one last thing for five things. Sugar Houses across Maine opened their doors to Thousand Sunday for the 40th annual Maine Maple Sunday. Maine is the third largest syrup producer in the country with over 575,000 gallons produced a year. One day I will come in here after the weekend of Maine Maple Sunday and the highlight of my weekend is I crossed it off the bucket list. I finally did it. I finally had my pancake breakfast and visited the sugar houses, but this isn't the year. It's still there. I've, I've lived here for my whole life and I've only done it once. Well, at least you did it. So, but you're not a big syrup person, right? No, that's that's the the gag is I don't eat maple syrup. I just went for the experience. See, I love maple syrup, so I would love Maine Maple Sunday. Yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense that you haven't been. Maple donuts are my. You don't like maple donuts? Maple donuts are delicious. Mm, it's all right. I don't know. It's just not for me. You know what's crazy is there's a lot of places that do fancy maple donuts. But, fancy. You know, like they, oh, organic ingredients or this or that, potatoes or whatever. Oh, fan- that kind of fancy. Yeah. I was imagining like decorations on the donut. And they're expensive. And like, I appreciate them. I'll eat them. It's tasty. But give me a good old Duncan. Duncan maple frosted donut any day. I love it. I like those because that's like as unreal as it gets. <laughs> that's probably why I like it. You're right. That is five things you need to know, man. How to made by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident. Call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot radio man. Oh, Lord. Hot mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Creed 3 and Marvel star Jonathan Majors was arrested on Saturday and charged with strangulation and assault on a woman. I saw reports that uh, some outlets were saying it was his girlfriend. In a Sunday press release, Majors' attorney said the actor is, quote, completely innocent. We are quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the district attorney with the expectation that all charges will be dropped. The evidence apparently includes video of the incident, testimony from witnesses, and written statement from the woman taking back her accusations. And it all is supposedly, according to the attorney, plays to his favor. We've heard some 
conflicting reports online, though. Yeah, I don't know what to think. It's messy. We'll see. Despite claims of innocence, the U.S. Army put on hold a multi-million dollar campaign featuring the actor. They said, we don't want any part of this scandal. Kind of crazy because we've been hearing his name more and more recently just because he's having like that Hollywood moment uh, with the Creed 3 and, and, and Marvel and uh, obviously this big campaign with the U.S. Army. And for something like this, really takes the trains off the tracks for your your career. I know. Hoping for the best, hoping it comes out that this is a misunderstanding that he's actually innocent. Keep you up to date as new info comes in on that. Uh, Drake was slated to close out Lollapalooza Brazil last night, but canceled his appearance earlier in the day. Oh my God. A statement from Lollapalooza credited the canceling to, quote, unforeseen circumstances that caused Drake to be without members of his sound and production team that were essential to his performance. Drake was replaced by Skrillex. Which is such an interesting choice. I'd been so mad if I if I was going to a Drake concert and they said, sorry, you're going to get to see Skrillex instead. I mean, I, I'm part of the small percentage that can rock out to Drake and love Skrillex. So I would be like, oh, all right. I mean, there's a few Skrillex songs that like bring back the memories and some of his new stuff is not terrible, but to see an entire Skrillex set, not my vibe. I would have been bummed out if I had the, those those tickets to see Drake. Uh, it's just such different music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, last minute, you got to do what you got to do and they got a big name for it. So mm-hmm. they did the best that they could. Uh, Drake wasn't even there. He was spotted in Miami hanging out with 50 Cent. Really? A little suspicious. Uh, Snoop Dogg, not one to turn down any kind of paying gig. Snoop told the Sun tabloid, I'm down to perform at the coronation. Make it happen. I don't know if that's going to happen. May 6th, King Charles III's coronation take place at Westminster Abbey. Will Snoop Dogg be there performing gin and juice? All the hits. No, I am calling it <laughs> right now. Another G thing. No. Beautiful. That's a nice song. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot could be the uh, soundtrack. It could be the anthem for the coronation. There's absolutely no way that that's that's happening. Sir Elton John, Adele, Harry Styles, they've all turned down the opportunity to perform. Snoop says he'll do it. You can't be picky at this point. Everyone's turning it down. Okay, but the people that you all just listed off are British. (laughs) Snoop has kind of like a connection, I believe. Uh, If I'm recalling the story correctly, he was trying to travel uh, overseas for a concert and he was getting jammed up on uh, some things. And the queen made a call and said, let that man perform. Oh, my God. So I I believe I could be misquoting, but I believe he's a fan of the queen. So there's his connection right there. He's got a thing for making old ladies happy. Old ladies like him and he likes them. You're not calling Martha Stewart an old lady. Is that what you're referring to? She is an old lady. No, she's not. She's like in her 70s. Martha Stewart's in her 70s? Yeah, but she looks amazing. Let me get the exact age. No way. This can't Gasp. be right. 81? 81? There, that's like physically impossible. 81? I'm going to look like a bum when I'm 81, but if my wife looks as good as Martha Stewart at 81, geez. What's her skincare routine? I got to figure that out. I need it. Wait, actually, I do know part of her skincare routine and I have been doing it is she swore by Vaseline, putting Vaseline on her face before bed. And a couple nights a week, I do the same thing. Just pure Vaseline. Yeah, I do my whole skincare routine and then I put Vaseline on last so that when I wake up and I wash my face in the morning, it's so hydrated. Do you rub it in or do you just leave it like splattered on your face? I put like a pea sized amount in my hand and rub it together so it gets like oily and thin and then I like smooth it onto my skin. Oh, so it's not like Tucker rolls over and sees like a layer of Vaseline. No, that over would your be skin. like so gross. Uh, what else we got for Dirty on the 30? Selena Gomez has moved on from our guy Drew of the Chainsmokers. Zane, Zane Malik and Selena Gomez 
sparked relationship rumors over the weekend. The two were spotted out to dinner together in NYC. You didn't see them. No, unfortunately mm. not. I didn't see one single famous person. They were in they were in the restaurant. People just didn't notice. They were holding hands and kissing. Yeah, so this is not real. And then on Sunday, Selena put up a thirst trap bikini picture with her blonde hair on the gram. She captioned it, TBT to Blondie Cell. Uh, summer's coming. So many exciting things coming. Can you put, this is what confused me. If you post on Sunday, she's like a rule breaker here. Why? Because she put a th- TBT on a Sunday. TBT is doesn't matter anymore. It's I don't throwback think, Thursday. Yeah, but I, don't, I feel like it, I feel like TBT is just a word that people use now for a throwback. That's what I'm asking. Is that what it is? Yeah, like I don't think it matters. Has it lost its true meaning? Oh, for sure. So you can say TBT on any day. Yeah. Interesting. 500K or dinner with Jay-Z was a hot internet topic for a minute. Uh, A YouTuber flipped the question and asked people in New Jersey if they'd choose $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy. $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy? Food stamps. Food stamps? What the f***? 250 food stamps. 250 in food stamps? I'm going to pick the food stamps only because Soldier Boy's not nobody. I can have dinner by myself. (laughs) Food stamps. The food stamps. Food stamps. I don't give a f- about that corny. <laughs> Two fifty and food stamps. I don't give a f- about no soldier boy. Two fifty and food stamps. Give me them food stamps. I can't make some chicken alfredo. I'm with her. She's making the chicken alfredo. Let's go for it. I want to come over. Unanimous decision. People chose 250 in food stamps over dinner. That's so mean. With Big Draco. Big Draco responded in a rant calling everyone in the video broke. He said, y'all couldn't go to dinner with me if y'all wanted to. And he also went after the state of New Jersey and basically threatened to blow it up. What the? (laughs) He went on a little rant there. drama. Apparently, Soldier Boy's feelings were hurt. Uh, That is your Dirty on 30 Made How to Mean by Rick. Ripple Wellness, a grassroots cannabis company curating a menu of world-class products for the everyday consumer. Find them in Saco and Biddeford for a friendly, authentic experience in a warm, welcoming space. Wait, up. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Impractical joke is the drive, 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 drive tour. I think I got all the drives in there. Is coming to the Cross Insurance Center in Bangor on April 27th, and we're hooking you up with tickets. And what do we want to do for the first pair of tickets? It seems pretty obvious. Well, we want to know what is the best prank you've pulled. Okay. Do we not want to know that? No, that's what we want to know. The silence was deafening. I was just thinking in my head. Uh... Okay, you know what? Maybe it doesn't have to be the best because that puts a lot of pressure on that was the, so pr- just, that was the That was what threw me off, I'm going to be honest. tell us about a prank that you've pulled. Could be recent, could be when you were a kid, whenever. Go for it. You start first. So when I was growing up, my mom had her own business called Casual Cakes and she was booked and busy all the time. Just firing off those wedding cakes, left and right birthday cakes and... And so she had her business phone or whatever. And me and my sister, this is so mean, but me and my sister would go take the home phone and like hide in another room in the house, but like enough of an earshot away that we could hear our mom. And we would call her business phone and we it would be from like star six, seven, but you know, like parents, they don't know these things. Like she's just like, oh, another customer. And she would answer every time and we would pretend to order like cakes and then at the very end, do something stupid and cancel the order. And she'd be like, very calm 
calm, very nice, great customer service. And we did this for like months. Wow. Months and months. This is like wicked. It it was evil. And then one day she heard us laughing and and came in the room and found us and was like, you guys are awful. She's like, I had a feeling. She's like, this was starting to happen too often because we would do stupid stuff. Like um, I'd be like, oh, hang on. My dog's throwing up. Oh, my God. Can you hold on for one second? She'd be like, yep. Take all the time you need. And it was just (laughs) so dumb. But it was the fact that she fell for it every time. And then now looking back, like, yeah, that was kind of mean. She's trying to pay the bills she's trying to feed her family support her children she's trying to feed you and you're over there pranking her I'm taking like, her time this idiot falls for it every time uh, also i don't know if uh, she deserved it because she didn't recognize her own daughter's voices it's not like you were using voice <laughs> voice changer right no, we didn't have like a voice changer but you know we, we, we and how like old were you accent i was probably in middle school so my sister was in elementary school she yeah. was just along for the ride when, it was all me. When I was there's an evil genius. When there's young kids that call the station, we know they're kids. We're yeah. kids. Yeah, I was old enough to s- pretend to sound mature. <laughs> All right. I was trying to think of a prank that I pulled and I just think of all these bad pranks that my friends have pulled on me and on other friends. And I don't really remember Are being you not a prankster. I don't think I am. And I kind of feel sad about it. It says a lot about a person. Like, I feel like I like to think of myself as a good person. And then I'm like, am I? Because like that was kind of mean. I do. I <laughs> Like pranks are kind of mean. Yeah, they are. They're mean spirit. Like that was a mean thing yeah. that you did to your mom. Um, I, I do recall uh, there was this uh, comment group called the jerky boys and they would do prank calls and they had like you know prank call albums oh wait maybe i've heard of this yeah so they they would do that and that was really big when i was in like the middle school high school so we would do the prank calls and call local businesses and i remember recording the phone up to like a cassette recorder and we recorded all of our prank calls on cassettes way to incriminate yourself well that was the whole point is like because they had the cds you were like this is gonna we're gonna be just like the jerky (laughs) boys because you're young and you're impressionable were you doing mean stuff where you call a pizza place and order like a hundred pizzas and then never pick them up no i don't think we ever like because that's evil did something like that i remember calling like uh an auto body shop and asking for like hydraulics to be put on like my mom's car for tourists <laughs> so stupid. i wanted to do like put switches on and like the guy obviously knew that i was an idiot oh my god and being a kid a so. ford taurus was it like the ford taurus like the ugliest car yep that yeah, it was green <laughs> it was ugly exactly wow Kristen from south portland and tell us about a prank that you've pulled one of my most i guess memorable moments uh you could say it was in high school I graduated back in 2007, and for Spirit Week, we had homecoming, so naturally one of those days was Twin Day, and I brought my blow-up doll, Phoebe, uh, who is well-known throughout the community um, as my twin. I ended up getting offended for bringing her to school, and I brought her out for class day at the end of the year in front of hundreds of parents and grandparents and pretty much had to sneak her into school with uh, from the help of my school librarian and almost was not able to walk for graduation. What? But it was definitely a pretty interesting <laughs> chain of events. <laughs> and Wait. This, this is a full-blown sex doll, right? Like, this is a sex uh, so doll? So she was called the fat-ass party doll. She was a little, <laughs> like, thicker. You know, they like them thick. She had no holes, um, and she had a dress on. Like, you couldn't see any, like, inappropriate areas. She was well-dressed. Um, and, yeah, I basically got kicked out because she was inappropriate. <laughs> so you don't have a twin, but you call the doll your twin. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was a very eclectic individual in high school. I was also the school mascot, and I pretty much 
college, was like, no holds bar, let's go. Nice. And yeah, she was my friend. Um, she graduated with me. We went on to Farmington, and she got popped at her first party. So, Aww. 207-807-1104. Tell us about a prank that you've pulled. 207-807-1104. And we'll put you in the running for Impractical Jokers tickets this morning. I wonder what happened to that school librarian. You think she got in trouble for helping Kristen sneak in the inflatable doll? I don't know. Mike and Sopo, tell us about a prank that you pulled. Oh my goodness, I feel bad about this one, oh. but uh, when I used to work at my dad's office, like on the weekends or in the afternoons after school, I would, I guess, bother the receptionist by calling her from another office phone line <laughs> and claiming to be a detective from the town police department. Oh my God. And that her husband was, had been arrested <gasps> soliciting uh prostitute or whatever and so and i guess i was pretty young and didn't even really know what that meant because i was also using the cop's name from west side story officer krupke and she totally bought it so um that's so bad you probably destroyed a marriage i know for a fact that they're still together but i definitely haven't brought it up to them ever so, there was definitely uh, an awkward conversation when oh she got home. God. <laughs> it was it it might have been awkward, but no. She heard me and another person in the office laughing and eventually forgave us. But okay, yeah, it good. was tough and I didn't I didn't get asked back to do any more filing paperwork for a while. Yeah. So. I wonder why. Which worked out for me fine. How do you get fired from your own dad's office? That's how you get fired from your dad's That's office. That's how you do it. <laughs> Ashley and Alfred, tell us about a prank that you pulled. Back when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, like my first job. Mm -hmm. I changed all the clocks, even the ones in the computer, by changing, like, our location. Because so, I was closing, and I was the closing manager, um, and we got out early. What? You sound like the <laughs> best manager ever. <laughs> I mean, that kind of happens when you make a manager at 16, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. This is another mischievous one. When I was younger, I went through the phone book and called random people in my city, and I told them they wanted a TV from the local hardware oh. store that we had. And I told them to be at the local hardware store on Saturday at 10 a.m. I hate it. <laughs> I never made it to the local store to find out if they showed up, but I think they did because some of them were pretty excited. That's so mean. Like Everyone was a little jerk when they were a kid, huh? <laughs> at, least, at least with me and my sister prank calling our mom, like we always never went through with the cake order. We were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call you back. I thought that you would go through with the cake order and then... No, not... And then her make it and then we eat it. Yeah. No, there were plenty of leftovers. We didn't need to do that. All right, all right. But like, have a heart. Those people showed up. <laughs> they probably told their whole family they want a TV. They probably put their old one out on the side of the road. Matt from Westbrook, tell us about a prank that you played? I don't know. It was probably like 10 years ago. Me and a coworker were always playing, playing jokes on each other. I guess the start, he, he signed me up for a uh, gay magazine to come to my house. And that thing's been coming to my house for like Ooh. 10 years. Wow. Wait, and, you uh, still get the so magazine? Get, yeah, why not, right? I got a... There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I got this thing called the Annoyatron, stuck it under his uh, like steering column in his truck. And uh, it sounds like a malfunctioning, uh, like electronic or whatever. Wait, it's it called the like Annoyatron? Is that a real Annoyatron. thing? Yeah, Annoyatron. It's like the size of our quarter. Okay. And uh, it's right next to where like our telematics GPS devices are in the truck. Yeah. So it went for like three or four months and was driving him crazy. He even got the telematics replaced a couple times. <gasps> and finally, my boss was like, you know, hey, he just, because my, my boss knew about it. He's like, hey, you got to you gotta tell him. So he, he just scheduled uh, an appointment at the dealership to 
get it fixed. And I was like, oh, man. So then I called his wife. And I'm like, hey, you know, this is where it's at. Go put it in his Jeep. So she went out in his work truck, took it out, and put it in his Jeep <laughs> before the appointment. But we, we finally, uh, I think she spilled the beans one night. But <laughs> he, uh, he didn't talk to me for like weeks. He was so mad. <laughs> that could seriously make a person crazy. Like not being oh, able absolutely. to figure out what it, the sound is. And every time you're in your car, you're like, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, they have one that sounds like a cricket and it just goes off randomly. Oh my God, that would freak me out. We went to uh, a concert in Bangor and some of Maura's friends were in the back, way back of her car. They were playing like a game that had a timer and it got like lodged in between the seats. Oh my God. And so we didn't know that that happened. We'd be driving around in her car like weeks later and we would hear the timer and it like sounded like a bomb was about to go off because that's how they... We're like, what is that sound? And I would literally, as she was driving, I would jump in the back seat and try to find it. And then once it went off, it would be silent for a while. That's so. Scary. And then it randomly would go off, uh, like for for a couple of weeks. And we finally found it. And we're like, oh my god, it's this piece to this game that they were playing in the back seat. That's a riot. Yeah, it drove it drove us crazy. The first time I heard, it, I'm like, oh my god, your car's gonna blow up. Like, what is that noise? <laughs> Um, you trying to win these uh, Impractical Jokers tickets? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do this. We uh, picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets, Matt. Congratulations. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're uh, heading out there across the Trans Center in Bangor on April 27th to see the guys in their live show. And uh, we got some more tickets that we're going to be giving away this afternoon at 5 p.m. Awesome. But you got our first pair. Congrats. Can't wait. Thanks, man. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Today is National Joe Day. Joe Schmo. Average Joe. Lucky Joe. There's a lot I've of. Never heard Lucky Joe. There's a lot of Joes out there. Uh, the origin of the day is unknown, but today is a day to celebrate Joes every March 27th. So, shouts to all the Joes out there, uh, the regular Joes. Did you know that Joe uh, comes from the Scottish word meaning sweetheart? No, I had no idea. So, they're all sweethearts. Celebrate them today. Speaking of Joe, I just finished watching uh, the next installment of You. They lost me. You didn't watch it? No. No, I did. And they lost me as a fan. Oh, you're not a fan. Okay. Well, we talked about this before and you were a hater with the first half. I loved the first half. I was not super thrilled with the way with the cliffhanger. I was like, what? I don't know. I didn't really want that to happen. I thought about it happening, but I don't want that to happen. And then part two completely lost me. I was after the first episode of part two, I, I said, what the hell did I just watch? Like, where is this going? Where is this story going? I think they ruined it. They just got picked up for a fifth and final season. So hopefully they can turn it back around. Shouts to uh, Joe Goldberg, National Joe Day. It's his day to celebrate right when now. When I was in Central Park, I was looking at some of the little bridges and I thought, oh, didn't he smash that girl over the head with a rock under one of these? And my sister was like, yeah, they filmed here. <laughs> And isn't that where he he saved a girl when she fell in the subway? We agreed, though, that they there's no way they actually filmed in a subway, though, because they would never stop the trains for filming like that subway that Beck fell into and he saved her out of had to. You don't think so? No, that had to have been somewhere in Hollywood, like a prop set. But I think Central Park was real. Uh, I enjoyed the second half of no, the season. Didn't. I thought it was better than the first half. 
I needed him. I didn't like the who done it. I needed him to go back to being obsessed in a in a psycho, and that's exactly what happened. And I, my only criticism is that I didn't like the first half so much that I almost didn't watch the second half because they took time off. I think they should have just released it as one whole season, and would yeah. it would have captivated me a little bit more, and people would have talked about it a little bit more. But I think a lot of people lost interest after the first half and haven't even gone back and watched the second. Yeah, because half. it was so different than it has been. The previous season was amazing. Amazing. Like great TV. This I, one didn't have the it factor. I agree. I do agree. I do think that they should have just ended it at three and hopefully they can turn it around for five. But four, if they ended it at three, people would be thirsty and wanting more and saying how great of a show that was and how epic it was. Well, I wonder how they're going to end it. He has to go to jail, right? Like he has to get caught. No, he's going to die. He oh, can't, you think he'll die? He can't go to jail because then that leaves it open ended, right? Like it's going to fade mm-hmm. to black like Sopranos. Do you know people named Joe? Shout out to News Pro Joe. Yeah, we know News Pro Joe. Uh, growing up, a kid in my neighborhood was named Joseph, but everyone called him Joe. And for some reason, like a little boy, like being named Joe is just so weird to me because I feel like Joe is an adult name. Joey would be like what yeah, you would n- call he, him in the neighborhood. No one called him Joey. It was Joe. 